Blog Talk Radio. Sit back. Sit back. Relax. And unwind. Those are the doctor's orders. This is the Dr. Ice Morning Show. Broadcasting worldwide. Giving you the best classic soul, smooth R&B, and the blues. Exclusively on Blog Talk Radio.
another edition of the Night Day with yours truly, Dr. Iceman, on this Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. You know, some of you guys had the day off from work, man. What a blessing that was. I got a little rest and relaxation in. And as always, we're going to play your request. We got some of Dr. King's greatest speeches coming up. Short, short. Got that drum major for justice sermon. The last sermon that he did. Got that coming up right after I talk with you all for a minute. Uh, the number to call is 646-478-4755. There was up, bro. Got my cousin DJ Wago, kept in the show, man. Want you to call in if you can. Uh, want you to call in if you can and uh, talk a little bit about Dr. King, man, and uh, how some of us turn his dream into a nightmare. Uh, it is the night thing, man. That's what's causing all this old blog talk radio. So we're going to get right into it, y'all. I'm taking your request at 646-478-4755. Or you can scroll it across Facebook Live uh, and let me know what you want to hear. Coming up right now is the drum major for Justice Sermon from the late civil rights icon, Dr. Martin Luther King. Take a listen. This morning, I would like to use as a subject from which to preach the drum major instinct. The drum major instinct. And our text for the morning is taken from a very familiar passage in the 10th chapter as recorded by St. Mark, beginning with the 35th verse of that chapter, we read these words, and James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came unto him, saying, Master, we would that thou shouldest do for us whatsoever we shall desire. And he said unto them, What would ye that I should do for you? And they said unto him, Grant unto us that we may sit one on thy right hand and the other on thy left hand in thy glory. But Jesus said unto them, Ye know not what ye ask. Can ye drink of the cup that I drink of and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with. And they said unto him, We can. And Jesus said unto them, Ye shall indeed drink of the cup that I drink of, and with the baptism that I am baptized, with all shall ye be baptized. But to sit on my right hand and on my left hand is not mine to give but it shall be given to them for whom it is prepared. And then Jesus goes on toward the end of that passage to say, 
but so shall it not be among you. But whosoever will be great among you shall be your servant, and whosoever of you will be the chiefest shall be servant of all. The setting is clear. James and John are making a specific request of the Master. They had dreamed, as most of the Hebrews uh, dreamed, of a coming king of Israel who would set Jerusalem free and establish his kingdom on Mount Zion and in righteousness rule the world. And they thought of Jesus as this kind of king and, and they were thinking of that day when Jesus would reign supreme as this new king of Israel. And they were saying, now, when you establish your kingdom, let one of us sit on the right hand and the other on the left hand of your throne. Now, very quickly, we would automatically condemn James and John, and we would say they were selfish. Why would they make such a selfish request? But before we dim, condemn them too quickly, let us look calmly and honestly at ourselves, and we will discover that we too have those same basic desires for recognition, for importance, that same desire for attention, that same desire to be first. Of course, the other disciples got mad with James and John, and you could understand why, but we must understand that we have some of the same James and John qualities. And that is deep down within all of us an instinct. It's a kind of drum major instinct, a desire to be out front, a desire to lead the parade, a desire to be first. And it is something that runs a whole gamut of life. And so before we condemn them, let us see that we all have the drum major instinct. We all want to be important, to surpass others, to achieve distinction, to lead the parade. Alfred Adler, the great uh, psychoanalyst, contends that this is the dominant impulse. Sigmund Freud used to contend that sex was the dominant impulse, and Adler came with a new argument saying that this quest for recognition, this desire for attention, 
this desire for distinction is the basic impulse, the basic drive of human, human life, this drum major instinct. And you know, we began early to ask life to put us first. Our first cry as a baby was a bid for attention. And all through childhood, the drum major impulse or instinct is a major obsession. Children ask life to grant them first place. They are a little bundle of ego. They have innately the drum major instinct. Now, in adult life, we still have it, and we really never get by it. We like to do something good, and you know, we like to be praised for it. Now, if you don't believe that, you just go on living life, and you will discover very soon that you like to be praised. Everybody likes it as a matter of fact. And somehow this warm glow we feel when we are praised or when our name is in print is something of the vitamin A to our ego. Nobody is unhappy when they are praised, even if they know they don't deserve it and even if they don't believe it. The only unhappy people about praise is when that praise is going too much towards somebody else. But everybody likes to be praised because of this real drum major instinct. Do you know that a lot of the race problem grows out of the drum major instinct? A need that some people have to feel superior. A need that some people have to feel that they are first and to feel that their white skin ordained them to be first. They have said over and over again, in ways that we see with our own eyes. In fact, not too long ago, a man down in Mississippi said that God was a charter member of the White Citizens Council. And so, God being the charter member means that everybody who's in that has a, a kind of divinity, a kind of superiority. And think of what has happened in history as a, as a result of this perverted use of the drum major instinct. It's led to the most tragic prejudice, the most tragic expressions of man's inhumanity to man. And not only does this thing go into the racial struggle, it goes into the struggle between nations. And I would submit to you this morning that what is wrong in the world today is that the nations of the world are engaged in a bitter, colossal contest for supremacy. And if something doesn't happen to stop this trend, I'm sorely afraid 
And we won't be here to talk about Jesus Christ and about God and about brotherhood too many more years. If somebody doesn't bring an end to this suicidal thrust that we see in the world today, none of us are going to be around because somebody's going to make the mistake through our senseless blunderings of dropping a nuclear bomb somewhere and then another one is going to drop. And don't let anybody fool you. This can happen within a matter of seconds. They have 20 megaton bombs in Russia right now that can destroy a city as big as New York in three seconds with everybody wiped away in every building. And we can do the same thing to Russia and China. But this is why we are drifting, and we are drifting there because nations are caught up with the drum major instinct. I must be first. I must be supreme. Our nation must rule the world. And I am sad to say that the nation in which we live is the supreme culprit. And I'm going to continue to say it to America. Because I love this country too much to see the drift that it has taken. God didn't call America to do what she's doing in the world now. God didn't call America to engage in a senseless, unjust war as a war in Vietnam. And we are criminals in that war. We have committed more war crimes almost than any nation in the world. And I'm going to continue to say it. And we won't stop it because of our pride and our arrogance as a nation. But God has a way of even putting nations in their place. The God that I worship has a way of saying, don't play with me. He has a way of saying... As the God of the Old Testament used to say to the Hebrews, don't play with me, Israel. Don't play with me, Babylon. Be still and know that I'm God. And if you don't stop your reckless course, I'll rise up and break the backbone of your power. And that can happen to America. Every now and then I go back and read Gibbon's Decline and Fall of the Roman Empire. And when I come and look at America, I say to myself, the parallels are frightening. We have perverted the drum mage instinct. But let me rush on to my conclusion because I want you to see what Jesus was really saying. What was the answer that Jesus gave these men? It's very interesting. One would have thought that Jesus would have condemned them. One would have thought that Jesus would have said, you are out of your place. You are selfish. Why would you raise such a question? That isn't what Jesus did. He did something altogether different. He, he said in substance, oh, I see. You want to be first? You want to be great? You want to be important? You want to be significant? Well, you ought to be. If you're going to be my disciple, you must be. But he reordered priorities. And he said, yes, don't give up. 
this instinct. It's a good instinct if you use it right. Yes. It's a good instinct if you don't distort it and pervert it. Don't give it up. Keep feeling the need for being important. Keep feeling the need for being first. But I want you to be first in love. I want you to be first in moral excellence. I want you to be first in generosity. That is what I want you to do. And he transformed the situation by giving a new definition of greatness. And you know how he said it? He said, now, brethren, I can't give you greatness. And really, I can't make you first. This is what Jesus said to James and John. You must earn it. True greatness comes not by favoritism, but by fitness. And the right hand and the left are not mine to give. They belong to those who are prepared. And so Jesus gave us a new norm of greatness. If you want to be important, wonderful. If you want to be recognized, wonderful. If you want to be great, wonderful. But recognize that he who is greatest among you shall be your servant. That's a new definition of greatness. And this morning, the thing that I like about it by giving that definition of greatness, it means that everybody can be great. Because everybody can serve. Every now and then, I guess we all think realistically about that day when we will be victimized with what is life's final common denominator. That's something that we call death. We all think about it, and every now and then I think about my own death, and I think about my own funeral, and I don't think of it in a morbid sense. Every now and then I ask myself, what is it that I would want said? And I leave the word to you this morning. If any of you are around, when I have to meet my day, I don't want a long funeral. And if you get somebody to deliver the eulogy, tell them not to talk too long. And every now and then I wonder what I want them to say. Tell them not to mention that I have a Nobel Peace Prize. That isn't important. Tell them not to mention that I have three or four hundred other awards. That's not important. Tell them not to mention where I went to school. I'd like somebody to mention that day that Martin Luther King Jr. tried to give his life serving others. I'd like for somebody to say that day that Martin Luther King Jr. tried to love somebody. I want you to say that day that I tried to be right on the wall question. I want you to be able to say that day that I did try to feed the hungry. I want you to be able to say that day that I did try in my life to clothe those who were naked. I want you to say on that day that I did try in my life to visit those who were in prison. I want you to say that I tried to love and serve humanity. 
Yes, if you want to say that I was a drum major. Say that I was a drum major for justice. Say that I was a drum major for peace. I was a drum major for righteousness. And all of the other scholar things will not matter. I won't have any money to leave behind. I won't have the fine and luxurious things of life to leave behind. But I just want to leave a committed life behind. And that's all I want to say. If I can help somebody as I pass along, if I can cheer somebody with a word of song, if I can show somebody he's traveling wrong, then my living will not be in vain. If I can do my duty as a Christian, if I can bring salvation to a world once wrought, if I can spread the message as a masterpiece, then my living will not be in vain. Yes, Jesus, I want to be on your right or your left side. Not for any selfish reason. I want to be on your right or your left side. Not in terms of some political kingdom or ambition. But I just want to be there in love and in That's the sounds of Rev. Dr. Martin Luther King. Let's go to some of this great music, y'all.
cuz DJ was gone for letting me, helping me straighten it out, man, all the way from the West Coast. Shout out to my sis, Sharon Galloway Scarborough. How you doing? Beautiful. She got those lovely wreaths. If y'all want a holiday wreath, I know Valentine's coming up. Uh, uh, you better sit your mouth there, sis. <laughs> she got those lovely holiday wreaths. You can go to her Facebook page, Sharon Galloway Scarborough. Uh, I also like to uh, give a shout out to the beautiful Rosie Jackson. Yeah, man. Got some more of those great Dr. King speeches, man. Every time I hear them, I don't care how old I am. I get kind of emotional, man. That drum major for justice uh, is something else, man. But if you got, if you need a wreath, man, I don't care. You, you might just want to get one for your husband, your boot thing, your wife. You, for, you got uh, Valentine's Day coming up. You could go to AMAC Reap What You Sow. That's on Facebook. AMAC. That's A M A C. Reap What You Sow. Miss Sharon Galloway Scarborough is the proprietor of that beautiful business, man. I tell you, she last football season she made me a big L Reap. You see what I'm saying, man? And uh, every football season I have big L sitting there with me watching the game, man. So. If you want your holiday wreath, you know, ladies, you ain't got to just uh, uh, wait on the men to buy you one. You can buy one for the men in your life. Yeah, we got a birthday coming up. You know, we don't have too, too many holidays for me. Y'all get them all. So go on uh, to AMAC Wreath. That's A-M-A-C-W-R-E-A-T-H. What you sow. S-O-W. Now, S-E-W, you can find it on Facebook. Or you could go to her page, Miss Sharon Galloway Scarborough. And man, order that wreath, man. She'll contact you, find out how you want it. And you talking about beautiful, man. Wow, I might get one to hang on the front of my car. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> it's the night thing. Celebrate Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. on the night thing with Dr. Iceman. Let me take y'all back one time. Uh, Take a listen.
the real Jesse. That's right. We're going to come to a building near you, have those nice adult parties, man. No kiddies allowed. Nobody pants, sagging and all that. We're going to have a great time, man. So we're going we're gonna to let y'all know we have our first event, yours truly, on the ones and twos. Let me do something on my request, man. A lovely young lady from Center Point, the very beautiful Miss Rosie Jackson, wanted to hear some Jeffrey Osborne. I got it coming at you, darling, in two and two. Check it out. Everybody plays There are no guarantees The king and queen of hearts They can be torn apart It's a crazy game And I'm here to say There really ain't no rules But there's some things you just Got to do Gotta keep the fire going Keep the love like love Make it work Cause love is worth it all You gotta keep the fire burning Keep the passion yearning Make it work Cause love is worth it all Oh, did I explain it's a couple game? It's two against the world. Together, me and you will get each other through. And if we are wise, we won't compromise. We've got a winning hand. There's just some things we both got to do. Gotta keep the fire going Keep the love like love Make it work Cause love is worth it all We gotta keep the fire burning Keep the passion yearning Make it work Cause love is worth it all You've got to 
sounds of my man Jeffrey Osborne. Love is worth it all. Doing that one for Rose and Jackson. I got one more for Rose. Don't you dare forget, I'm taking your request. You can scroll across Facebook Live or hit me up at 646-478-4755. Let me do one more for Rosie.
y'all don't know how good this music sounds with these headphones, man. That was for the lovely Miss Rosa Jackson. I tell you what, I'm feeling so good. We might as well put Jeffrey on the minute concert stage, man. First, it was Worth It All by Jeffrey, then Love Ballad. I got another one coming up. And this one of my cousins, DJ One Gone, one of his favorite songs. Favorite version by Jeffrey. I got a surprise for all the ladies out there. Here's Jeffrey Osborne, On the Wings of Love, Acoustic Style. Take a listen. down a little here, do something from my first solo album. I thought we'd do it a little different though, you know, do a little unplugged thing here for a minute. This is Kevin Chokan on acoustic guitar. song I've done a million times, you know, so we try to do it a little different. Uh, song for my first album entitled On the Wings of Love. <laughs> Just fly for me and let the day begin. You are the sunshine that lights my heart within. Is on the wings of love. 
I might not get there with you. My, my, my. Right after this one.
is on the top here. Six million, six million past the hour of eight o'clock. This one right here is the bend to the mountaintop, man. Man, poignant speech from the late Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. Take a listen. All we say to America is be true to what you said on paper. If I lived in China or even Russia or any totalitarian country, maybe I could understand some of these illegal injunctions. Maybe I could understand the denial of certain basic First Amendment privileges because they have committed themselves to that over that. But somewhere I read of the freedom of assembly. Somewhere I read of the freedom of speech. Somewhere I read of the freedom of press. Somewhere I read that the greatness of America is the right to protest far right. So just as I say we aren't going to let any dogs or water hoses turn us around, we aren't going to let any injunction turn us around. Well, I don't know what will happen now. We've got some difficult days ahead. But it really doesn't matter with me now. Because I've been to the mountaintop. Like anybody, I would like to live a long life. Longevity has its place. But I'm not concerned about that now. I just want to do God's will. And he's allowed me to go up to the mountain. And I've looked over. And I've seen the promised land. I may not get there with you, but I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land. So I'm happy tonight. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not fearing any man. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. had a feeling he wasn't going to leave out of Memphis. But just like he told him, he's not fearing any man. His eyes have seen the glory. He already been to the mountaintop. We'll get back to some more of this music. I got one more before I get out of here tonight from Dr. King. Let me tell you what, man. For all y'all that's online listening at 9 o'clock, you'll immediately go off the air. But if you call in at 646-478-4755, we might go on at 10, 1030. I ain't no way tired yet, y'all. Coming up, got some requested music. Right 
the remix. Like to give a shout out to my girl Annette Embry. What's happening, darling? How you doing? So glad to see you scrolling across Facebook. My main man, Mr. Levi Mackey. What's happening? I'm taking your request. You can call me at 646-478-4755 and leave your request. Or you can scroll it across Facebook like so many of you are doing, and I'm playing it just like I see it, like this one. Before I get it on, let me remind you, immediately immediately at 9 o'clock, if you're listening online around the world, you will go off the air. But if you call in or watching it on Facebook Live, we might go to I get tired. Ain't no telling when that is, man. You know what I'm saying? So hang on in there with us, man. The number to listen live uninterrupted is 646-478-4755. Let me do it like this. Young lady said she wanted to hear some distant lovers. So I don't know which one. I'm going to play both of them. <laughs> uh, that's what I do.
Coming up after this next song, we're going to reminisce a while, y'all. Oh, I'm going all the way now. Watch out, Daddy.
My, my, my. 31 past the hour of 8 o'clock, and this is one of my favorite segments of my show, man, where we reminisce. And when I say reminisce, I'm going to take you all down through there, man. We're going to go down to the 70s, 80s, 90s. Just want y'all to just, just sit back, and if you put a loved one, just snuggle on up. Yeah. If you're by yourself, just get a little close to the speakers and just think about uh, where you were back in these days. And I'm not going to give you the entire song. What I'm going to do, I'm going to give you a portion of it. Then we're going to go on to something else, soft and tender.
neon signs flashing, taxi cabs and buses passing through the night. A distant morning of a train seems to play a sad refrain to the night.
So right now, ladies and gentlemen, it is star time. And we would like to bring to you the stars of our show, all the way from the Windy City. The fabulous, the insurmountable, the incomparable, the mighty, mighty girls.
got to be the saddest day of my life. I called you here today for a bit of bad news. I won't be able to see you anymore. 